Hi, my name is Ellie Isherwood. I am a personal trainer and I decided to create this podcast so that I could make a space where I could talk fitness, feelings and feminism. I have been so excited to record this week's episode. I don't know why, but I've always wanted to do an agony ant type thing. In fact, I feel like I might have started one in primary school. Like that memory just came back to me. So that is what this week's episode is. A couple of weeks ago on my Instagram, I put it out there that I was going to do an Agony Ant episode and if people wanted to, they could message me on Instagram and it'd stay anonymous. Or they could email me so they could, you know, a few people I think made up a new email to email in. But the majority came from Instagram actually. So thank you to everybody that did like take the time to trust me with your problems and I hope the advice that I give is worth the while. I think it is because I think I'm quite the wise old owl. But anyway, I'll jump straight in and I will go with the first one. So it says, I really want to start a business account on Insta, becoming a blogger, but I'm scared. How do I get the confidence to do it? So firstly go for it confident or not I when I first started my PT account I don't want to go too much into imposter syndrome but whenever you start something new or there's always going to be the voices in your head that tell you that you're not good enough to do it or they just talk you out of doing it because your body likes to be safe and you're safe when you're in your comfort zone So the minute you go to step out of that comfort zone, that's when the anxious thoughts can get triggered. So I think fake it till you make it. Make the account. What is the worst that could happen? I know some people could be listening to this and thinking, well, the worst that could happen is everybody laughs at me and I make a show of myself. Today's newspaper is tomorrow's chippy paper, as my auntie Jan would always say to me. Um, If people do laugh at it or, you know, people aren't that nice about it, why does their opinion matter so much anyway? If you enjoy putting, it says that you're saying that you want to be a blogger. If you enjoy putting your content out there, then why should it matter what other people's opinions are? Do it for you. Don't do it for the approval of other people. And ways that you can kind of build your confidence up with it is like plan your posts. And stuff like, I always feel like I've got my shit together a bit more when I schedule my posts or I have a bit of a plan for the direction that I want to go in. So that will probably take away some of those negative thoughts that are in your head anyway and then there's, because you've got a plan, you've got a strategy. And another good thing that I read recently in a book, it is called The Big Leap by Tara Moore. Mo- I'm probably have said this certainly wrong. And in that it says how when you want to take a leap, which you would be taking a leap by creating this Instagram, sometimes you can catastrophize the situation. So you could be thinking of the worst case scenario of what will happen when you start this account. So in the book, it talks about that sometimes by talking yourself through the situation can put your mind at ease. So all them anxious thoughts that come into your head about what could go wrong by creating this Instagram say okay well if that happens then what would I do and every time you get an anxious thought or a bit of criticism in your head ask yourself what would you do if that arose and then almost by having a plan on how you would react it takes the fear away from actually doing it because 
you've already discussed the worst case scenario and you know what you will do if that happens. And another thing is just to get a little bit cheesy as always, just believe in yourself. That's the best thing you can do to build your confidence is believe that you can do it. You know, literally what is the worst that can happen? If you enjoy doing your blogging, then you're only going to create something that you enjoy doing. So just go for it and stick with it too. Like don't expect things to happen overnight. Just keep going with it. So, whew, that was fun. <laughs> um, so I hope that helped anyway, dear writer. And the next one is someone has wrote in and said, I dated a boy who goes to the same gym as me. I'm anxious for when they reopen in case I bump into him. Firstly, I mean, I guess if you both go at peak times, like there's a chance you'll go at peak times, there is a chance that you could bump into. But again, what's the worst that could happen? I'll be brutally honest, this might not be the best advice given. If in doubt, pretend you didn't see him. <laughs> be brutally honest. If in doubt, play ignorant. But what I would say is go in there with your head held high and your shoulders back. I mean, you haven't said here that it ended badly. You know, dating doesn't have to mean that it... I mean, obviously, there's going to be an awkwardness with it, but maybe it won't matter. You know, he's there doing his workout. You just go in and crack crack on with your workout. You might not even bump into it. Definitely do not not go to the gym out of fear of bumping into him because literally the worst thing that's going to happen is you will exchange an awkward glance or an awkward hello and then it'll be over. The worst part will be over and done with. Um, and you know, if you go and you, you really do get anxious, I don't think anybody should ever avoid something because you know, someone that they don't like or that make like, I wouldn't, me personally, I'm the type of person that I wouldn't be intimidated by someone to not go somewhere because I wouldn't, wouldn't want to give them that satisfaction. I mean, that might not be the case for you, but if you really do feel uncomfortable at seeing him in the gym, say if you see him once and he's in there at about like five o'clock, maybe just know that, okay, well, he seems to go at five o'clock, so just go at a different time if it really does bother you. But I personally think the worst that's going to happen is an awkward hello. And, you know, brush that off. It'll be a funny story to tell your mates anyway. Just go and crack on with your workout. So I hope that one helps. Oh, I'm flying through these. I'm <laughs> loving this. Um, next one, someone wrote in and said... I have a friend who, oh, this is a good one. I have a friend who has toxic traits and it drains me, but I still want her in my life. What should I do? So I'm just going to dump right in the deep end here. And obviously you can't reply to me immediately, but I would ask yourself why you want them in your life. Do you want them in your life? Because they always have been. Like, what do they actually bring to your life? Ask yourself that, you know, if someone's not adding value to your life, why have you got them in it? Um, but obviously, if you know, I just think sometimes you can have those friends that you're friends with them purely because you've known them for so long. But at the end of the day, in life, you owe nobody anything. If they're not treating you with the respect that you deserve, or respecting your boundaries, or just aren't treating you nice, then they don't deserve to be in your life. So get them scissors out and cut them off. But 
it does obviously sound like you want to keep them in your life. Maybe, um, actually, my advice to this would be, and I have done this before, sometimes it helps to write it down and write them a letter. So obviously you can address these issues in person, like pull them on the shit. Like if they're doing toxic things in front of you and it's affecting you and your mental health and your life, pull them on it. I know it can seem really intimidating and that everybody likes confrontation, but you don't have to go at it aggressively. You could say to them like, oh, I don't, I don't really appreciate it when you do that. And this is why, you know, have open the conversation up to them. But if you don't feel comfortable enough with this, I've done this before and it really helped me write them a letter so write down as if you were going to give them a letter and you can do i've done it where i've given someone a letter and um, write down and get it all on the paper exactly how you feel and how they make you feel and you know you might once you've written it not even feel the need to give them that letter but you might and you might give them a letter and it sometimes i think it's easier for so- someone to digest what you're telling them when it's written down and you're not even necessarily there because I don't know about anybody else but I've like um broached things with people before in the past and they've just gone for the throat like they've gone straight on the defensive which is natural that is what people do when they feel like they're being attacked so you you know approaching it in person you might not always be able to get your case across well because you could be getting interrupted it could become quite a heated argument Whereas when you write it down in a letter, you remain calm the whole time. It's really therapeutic and they can't interrupt you. And the worst they can do is not read it or scrunch it up and come at you with aggression. And if that is the case, then they're not worth having in your life. They're not a true friend. So maybe if it got to that point, then it, it wouldn't be worth being the friend. Um, but if you also feel like it depends on the toxic traits as well, like that's quite um, broad. Some toxic traits, you know, I have friends that I don't see eye to eye with, but I love them to death. So some toxic traits you can just brush off, but clearly you can't. So yeah, my advice would be to address them. I am flying through these. So the next one, I hope that helps by the way. Um, but yeah next one is I have a friend who isn't supportive of my insta they never like my posts and keep putting me down about my content okay so I'm assuming you've got like a bit of a I don't know you've got an instagram for a purpose I don't think it's just like your normal social one um do I just give up on the insta no I can answer that one straight away it's really knocking my confidence. Okay, so I have quite strong opinions on this and I'm going to relate to myself as an example. So when I first started my Instagram as a PT, I can't count on one hand how many times I got the piss taken out of me for it. Like, people people don't like, as sad as it is, not everybody likes to see other people doing good and other people growing because it puts a mirror and forces them to look at their own reflection and what they're doing with their life that's my opinion so when anybody ever insults me or treats me in a certain way I tell myself that it says nothing about me and everything about them so if this person is putting you down like they say it's 
it's jealousy and I know I know I sound like a mum that's like oh sweetie they're just jealous but it really is and jealousy doesn't have to be about looks it is just people can be jealous of your life she could be jealous that you've had the guts to go and start up this Instagram she could be jealous of your content you know every time someone puts you down for something it is their own insecurities it has nothing I cannot stress enough how it has nothing to do with you so my advice on this one would be to purely ignore her keep doing what you're doing she's clearly she's clearly not a good friend anyway in my opinion from this because look all my true friends have always been so supportive of all of my ventures with my business Whereas there has been so many people that haven't and have tried to put me down or say that my content's cringy and stuff like that. And you'll find that in years to come, when you're a little bit more confident in your content and your page, that those exact same people will be the ones that come back and start kissing your ass when you sense a little bit of success. So keep that in mind. Like, that's always a very nice moment to savour. But, yeah, I... I say this all the time, and I think I've said it in like the majority of the podcasts. The people that matter don't mind, and the people that mind don't matter. So, you know, she doesn't matter, basically. You keep doing you, you keep putting out your content. Never post or do anything on your Instagram for the gratification of other people, because it won't be sincere and it won't be authentic. Post stuff that you believe in, and that you want to post because then it will always attract the right people you know don't put stuff out there that you think your friend will approve of put like make sure you approve of it make sure you want to say it and you want to post it uh but yeah to summarize i think your friend has got a big case of green-eyed monster i think she's jealous of yeah um, but yeah, and another thing is it sounds like you've really, you know, you've clearly taken a step out of your comfort zone to do this. And when you grow, you outgrow other people. It's the basic side effect of growing. You will outgrow other people, but that's fine. You're onto bigger and better things. So keep going and keep doing you. Oh, I feel like Oprah today. <laughs> so last one. We'll, we'll finish it on this. Um, this is actually a good one. Um... It says, I've really gotten into doing weights, but I feel like boys are intimidated by it and won't date me because of it. Well, here we go. I've had this all my life. Um, I am a tomboy. I play football. I lift weights. I do CrossFit. I'm not your stereotypical girl girl. So... I've always felt, I've always been told, oh, you know, you, you just intimidate boys, they do like you, but you know, they must just be intimidated by it. Firstly, I no longer give a shit if a boy's like me or not. Like, I am not living my life to satisfy the male gaze anyway. Um, the right person will like me for the right reasons, so it shouldn't, I'm not going to change anything of I am to try and attract a boy because they wouldn't be attracted to me anyway, they'd be attracted to a persona that I'd be creating. So firstly, I just want to say, do not put off doing the weights. If you enjoy them and it is something that you like doing, then carry on. Also, does it really matter? Like, if if boys don't like you, who's saying that boys don't? Maybe boys do like you, but who cares if they do? Like, 
I'm just fully wrapping the single life at the minute. But, you know, if if you feel like boys are put off you because you're lifting weights, then why would you want to date those boys anyway? Like, that's so narrow-minded and so small-minded. But, you know, when you could, you could attract the right person in time, like, maybe it's just not meant to be right now, but the right person will come along that likes you for every part of you and likes that you lift weights, you know, don't only show half of, like, just don't change for anybody, really, because just live your authentic self, I've said the word, authentic's my new favourite word, if you can't tell, but, yeah, sod boys, go lift your weights, you could prob keep going until you can bench them, but in all seriousness, like, there is probably no correlation between you feeling like boys don't like you because you lift weights. Like, just keep doing you. If you enjoy weights, keep lifting them. Boys will find their way to you. But also, don't, like, have that on such a pedestal. Like, it is not the be-all and end-all to have boys liking you anyway. Like, there is so much more to life than getting attention off boys. Just go and live your life for you. Go out and have fun. The pubs are open in suit. Actually, yeah. Who don't go? Who wants to date anyway right now? Hot girl summer, like the biggest hot girl summer ever, is going to happen. You don't want to be tied down for that. Stay single, girl. Sob that. No. Keep lifting the weights. Don't bother with boys. Go out and get pissed with your mates. That is my advice, and I think that is a good note to leave the episode on. So. As always, you can drop me a message on Instagram at elliishpt. Um, you can also, if you do want to send, because I'm going to be doing this again because I enjoyed it so much. Um, so you can either send me your agony ant needs over on Instagram, or you know you can email me them on elliishpt at gmail dot com. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you don't have to send me off your email. It takes like five seconds to... Sorry, my throat. <clears throat> Gosh. <laughs> you can, it takes like five seconds to make a different... You know, I'm not going to know who you are. I'm not going to reveal it anyway. But yeah, drop me a message. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. I love this. So yeah, thank you for listening as always. I'm back with an edit just on the end here. And I listened back and realised that I got the book and author mixed up. So the book that I mentioned is actually called Playing Big by Tara Moore. Still don't know how to pronounce her surname, but I couldn't leave it uncorrected. But again, thank you for listening.